0: We live in a very mobile world. Everyone is in a hurry to get somewhere. Throughout Scripture, God often taught people the greatest lessons along the journey. Today, we continue with Scott Pauling, our study through the great journeys of the Bible. Our prayer is that you will rediscover the adventure of walking with God. Strong people have weak days. People that you think have it all together have their moments when it seems like everything is coming apart. The people who have great mountains also have great valleys. And in our study of the great journeys of the Bible, we come to one of those great men now. His name is Elijah, you know him. As a matter of fact, in 1 Kings chapter number 18, Elijah has had one of those great moments, a great victory on Mount Carmel And you would think in the aftermath of that, all would be well. But in fact, when you come to 1 Kings chapter 19, the Bible says, And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, and withal how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose and went for his life. And came to Beersheba, which belongeth to Judah, and left his servant there. I mean, this is a man, it's like everything turned in a moment. Remember this, everything God is doing in your life, Satan hates. So when the Lord is at work, the devil's fighting. Whatever the Lord ordains, Satan opposes. So Here God gets a great victory and gets glory. The devil pokes his ugly head up. Maybe that's where you're living today. And so he's running for his life, much like David that we read about recently, living a life on the run. And now here is God's great prophet. You think preachers are above that. Oh, no. No, the most the most honored men, the Jews still revere Elijah. And uh, he's talked about, uh, even at Passover time, a door's left open in case Elijah should come. I'm telling you, this is a great man. And yet he's having a great battle. The Bible says in verse 4, He himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree and requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough. Now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. Have you ever been there? Have you ever been to the place where you just want to be by yourself? He got alone. He even got away from his servant. And then have you ever gotten to the place where you just thought, I want to die. I just want to die. Could I remind you that as long as there's life, there's hope? Solomon said a living dog is better than a dead lion. So if you're breathing today, don't wish to die. Uh, Leave that in God's hands and keep living. Uh, You say, I'm having the hardest day of my life. Perhaps, but you're alive and there's hope. And the Bible says in verse 5, And as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, behold, then an angel touched him. You never know when the Lord's going to send a messenger, do you? An angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. And he looked and behold, there was a cake baking on the coals and a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink and laid him down again. And the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because... Here's the phrase I want to bring your attention to. The journey is too great for thee. Did you hear those words? The journey is too great for thee. I want to say, if the journey is too great for Elijah, it's too great for me. If it's too big and too much... Uh, For a preacher like Elijah, then it's too great for any of us. Here is a a great man who's had a great victory, but the journey is too great for thee. This journey of life is too great for any of us. The journey of life is really not a uh, sprint. We'd like to think it's a sprint. We just apply ourselves for a period of time. We win the victory and it's smooth sailing from there, but that's not it. No, this journey of life is a marathon. And uh, along the journey, there are lots of things that you have to deal with. Let me show you a couple today. First of all, your journey is going to have detours. There are going to be some unexpected twists and turns on the journey. Scripture says, Thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. You don't always see them coming, and you don't always like them when they come. Sometimes detours can be a real nuisance. Take it from somebody that travels a lot. Sometimes they can be a real annoyance. But life is going to have its detours. Elijah didn't see Ahab and Jezebel coming. Elijah didn't see him running to Beersheba for his life. Elijah didn't see in the previous chapter sitting himself down under a juniper tree and asking God to let him die. That wasn't on his map. And maybe you feel like right now you're you're off the map. The GPS spiritually doesn't know where you are. I want you to know that life has its difficulties, its delays, its disappointments, its detours. And the journey is too great for thee. Sometimes, in fact, the greatest battles in life, I've learned this, come after great victories. In fact, after the Lord does something really special, I've learned that's the time to really be watchful and really be on guard. God gave me a verse a few years ago at a period of time in my life when God was giving me a detour. He was changing my direction a little bit. This was the verse He gave me. Proverbs 16, verse number 9. It says, A man's heart deviseth his way but the Lord directeth his steps. Do you hear the two types of journeys there is? There's man devising or God directing. So do you want what you can devise or what God can direct? Do you want your way or do you want God's way? We like to map out the whole journey, don't we? We want to know right how we're getting there. But God says, no, no, what I'm going to do, I'm going to map it out for you step by step, one step at a time, and you just have to know it's going to unfold in the good providence of God, and along the way, there are going to be some detours. Here's a second thing I learned in this passage, and that is that your journey not only is going to have some detours, but the journey is measured in days. The Bible says that He went a day's journey. Your life's not measured in minutes, and it's not measured in miles, it's measured in days. Could I remind you, you don't have a single day to waste. One interesting illustration of this is the old journeyman. Uh, You remember that a journeyman uh, was someone originally that was hired to work by the day. Can I tell you, we're all journeymen with the Lord. We work day by day. I don't know what tomorrow will bring, but I have today, and I must give today to God if I want my journey to count. And then I've learned that this journey also has some delights. Along the way, God has some delights for us. In this passage, for Elijah, he had sleep. He gives his beloved sleep, Scripture says. There was food, there was drink. James says, Every good and every perfect gift cometh down from above, from the Father of lights, in whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Would you try to enjoy the journey? Try to enjoy the delights along the way? And may I point out what the greatest delight is? The greatest delight was not sleep or food or drink. The greatest delight was God's interest in him. The greatest delight was the angels showed up. There was companionship. And I want to tell you, the Lord does more than simply send angels to us. Thank God for the angels, but God gives us Himself. He gives us the presence of Christ and the abiding presence of the Holy Spirit. And so, yes, the journey is too great for thee. But every day, no matter what the detours, try to enjoy the Lord's presence. Try to delight yourself also in the Lord, to find in Him everything you need. I tell you, you know, life's journey takes so many twists, things you could not have seen. And uh, you think, you think you've got it figured out. And about the time you think you got it figured out, suddenly everything seems to be going crazy. And the cloud enshrouds you and you think, where is the Lord in the midst of all of this? Just know this, God is where he's always been and he knows exactly where you are. He will come to you. Maybe you're on the run today trying to find him. no. No. He's going to come to you. He's not going to wait till you fix all the mess and then show up. The Lord delights to step into the middle of your mess, in the midst of your journey, in the midst of your difficulty. That's where the Lord meets you. Do you know why? Because the journey is too great for thee, but it's not too great for Him. No, He is great enough for the journey. Praise His holy name. Rejoice and rest in the Lord today. Thank you for joining us today for this time in God's Word. For additional messages, resources, and helps for your Christian life, visit us at scottpauley.org. We hope you will share the broadcast with a friend and plan to join us again next time on Enjoying the journey.